This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Here to get you ready for an action-packed day of football. We will find out if my markets are worth a damn. The casual better likes the things that don't move. I'm the exact opposite. I want to bet on stuff that's nuts. Hashtag spray the board. Dialed into the latest line movements, injuries, and props. It's BetQL's You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. Hour number two, week 18, NFL Sunday. Nick, Ken, and you here on the BetQL Network. 40 minutes from now, best bet, side and total, every single game on the board. We will get to the underdog money line parlay. We will get to thy royal prop king. And just, you know, the uh, the disclaimer for the prop king, set it to start this show, set it to start my show on WFAN this morning. Uh, there are like entire games right now where nothing is being offered in the prop markets. This will be, also like it's week 18 is a little weird, uh, this will be the most abbreviated prop uh, menu of the season. Uh, the least amount of bets I will give out on any Sunday will be today. It just kind of is what it is. Just wanted to say that one more time. All right. Well, you'll be back uh, next week. It's six wild card games with robust prop markets. Like that's when things get really, really amplified. Like pass attempts and completions, like in every game, like whatever, like the the prime time game is, you know, tonight, like Bills Dolphins, you get that treatment for six games. That's just that's kid in the candy store for you. That's like the best stuff. Will you be uh? Will you be wading into the pool of props next week? I mean, I yeah, I'll wade into it because I I like to bet some of the stuff that you talk. I I usually just listen to you and I'm like, oh, that sounds good. I'll write it down. We'll go to the break. I'll be like, oh, I kind of agree with you on that. Um. I'm always just like kind of into this. Stuff. It's it's more for fun. Like I don't, I just don't have any frame of reference. I've like never studied this stuff. I don't know a lot about it, but it's just fun. And during the playoffs, something that is good is to have fun. So when you're giving out stuff next week on the playoff games, I'll be I'll be writing a few pointers down, be writing a few notes. I'm in. All right. So let's uh. So Flacco overs up. against the Jags pass defense next week. Well, Flacco overs against the Texans pass defense. Flacco overs against like literally whoever they play past defense yeah, probably. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, well, it could be. Well, I guess it's one of the Flacco overs. So we call Flacco overs. Whack Whacko for Flacco overs. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk Comeback about probably probably not around anymore. So no, yeah. unfortunately, Comeback come got just, retired. Yeah, I, it's the stuff that really pisses me off. All right. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, fade the it move music up here, please. Um, and let's hit some more of these games for today. And we're gonna make sure we get to every single game and tell you what's happening in the betting market. And Ken teased it going into uh, the end of hour number one. There are no playoff implications on the line in this game, but it's still, like, incredibly interesting for several reasons. And it's the Patriots and the Jets in Foxborough, which with obviously could be the final game as head coach for Bill Belichick uh, of the New England Patriots. Uh, the total keeps getting bet down. Inclement weather potentially in the forecast. You know, Robert Sala and company are coming back. The Jets playing out the string with Trevor Simeon. Josh McDaniels is apparently... Uh, 
just entered Gillette Stadium through the VIP entrance. And I forget who it was this week, one of the NFL insiders, please forgive me for not remembering who it is, like saying that McDaniels could be considered to be the Patriots coach if and when they move on from Bill Belichick. It's just like, do, I, 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 you know, I don't know. Uh, so like, Do people that, watch yeah. games? Like, do people like follow football? Or is it just like, well, he was one of us. What's he been up to? Ah, nothing, I'm sure. I'm sure he's doing great. I'm sure, whatever that is. Yeah. Making a lot of money from the Las Vegas yes. Raiders. Uh, yes. What's happening, Ken, with the Patriots and the Jets, with the side, and almost probably more interestingly, right, with the total, New England and gangrene? Yeah, this is, it's going to be a little tough to solve the weather part of this. Uh, I can speak from experience. I live in Connecticut. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going to happen here for the next three to four hours. We've gotten a foot of snow, and it's going to keep snowing for a little bit, but nobody really knows how long. And it might be an hour. It might be five hours. You know, it might be up to the start of the Patriots game. It might be through the entire Patriots game. I would view the weather forecast in Foxborough about the same. You start getting into the second half, it might be fine. <laughs> it might be like not a big deal. It's going to look fun. It's going to look, I mean, it snowed a ton in both places overnight. So it's going to look snowy. Does that actually impact game conditions as much as we think? I just don't know. The market is responding very, very strongly, honestly, to visual imagery, to reports from the stadium. It's still snowing there. Uh, there's wind right now, like 15 to 20, with some gusts like up to more than that. Obviously, that affects the kicking game. Boy, the, the, here's are two teams that know about the kicking game, too. Love to settle for field goals and not score touchdowns. So the total in this game originally opened in like the mid-30s, to give you an idea of like how far we've come here. So it was like, but some places 35, some places 35 and a half, 34 and a half. And the current total in the market for this game is 28 and a half. That is the total in the market. Uh, that would be, I believe, the lowest closing total in an NFL game in something like 40 years or something like that. Uh, so it took it took these two teams and bad weather to produce a result like this. 28 and a half, the total. Uh, the Patriots were two-point home favorites at open. This was always Patriots less than a field goal. It's remained Patriots less than a field goal, even as the Jets like rule out Zach Wilson and it's Simeon. We get injury reports for both teams. Patriots by a little bit is essentially where we've been the whole time. I think what makes betting the game extremely difficult, I always feel like this with weather games, you know, almost what I said last time, but think like the market, you you know the total's going to drop. So Sam Paniotovich, a guest of ours on Friday, came on and goes, look, like I'm betting under 30 and a half, which I know sounds ridiculous because it's under 30 and a half. He goes, I'm betting under 30 and a half because I think on Sunday it's not going to be 30 and a half anymore because people are going to see the imagery from the stadium and they're going to bet the under. He was right. Like, he's getting closing line value on his bet. If it gets to, like, 27, he could come back in and play the over, give himself, like, an okay middle on a total. He, did, he can do a lot of different stuff. I just, now that we're here and it's, like, 28 and a half, I mean, don't you kind of have to wait this out and see, like, what if in the second half it stops snowing and the live total's 7 or something, or 10? You, you don't think you can get some garbage touchdown in the game? To go? I mean, it's just, everything is impossibly low right now because of the images from the stadium and what might happen. But as we know from weather forecasts, it doesn't have to play out that way. Where I am, it's not necessarily going to play out that way. It just makes things really interesting. So I know that's not a side conversation. I guess we could talk about, like, who thrives more in conditions like that. Um, I think nobody's going to be able to kick particularly well, even though the Patriots haven't been able to kick well at all. Two and 28 and a half, that's the market that we're dealing with at the moment. All right, we'll get to some more of the, like, fake games, like the games between teams that can't make the playoffs, like questionable motivation. We'll hit, like, the Browns and the Bengals. We'll talk the Broncos and the Raiders. We'll give you a little bit on the Chargers and the Chiefs. But, Ken, let's talk some games that do have playoff implications. Sure. Let's group the two NFC North uh, games together, and then we'll get to the uh, to the NFC East. And the NFC North will factor into the NFC East as well. And we'll begin 
with Green Bay and Chicago. Packers win, and Green Bay is in the playoffs as either the 6 or the 7 seed. The Bears are eliminated from playoff contention, but have been respectable as of late, right? And this is Eberflus and Getze and Fields trying to make sure they're back for another season in Chicago. It feels like knocking the Packers out of the playoffs in Lambeau might go a long way towards towards making that happen. Now, Still injury stuff up in the air with the Packers' top three receivers, Watson, Wicks, and Reed. There are prop markets offered for all three, which could be an indication that they're playing or maybe just sports books are incorrect here. Ken, what's happening with the Packers and the Bears' side in total? And do you expect that we'll see some line movement today, depending on injury news? Yeah, it's funny. You mentioned that, like, well, they're listed, so maybe they're playing. I guess, man, if you had, like, a really... Yeah, I don't even know if you need that inside of info, but if you had a, a read as we get closer to the game that one guy's out and the other guy's like, whoever's out, the other guys get the bump. That's how that's going to work. Uh, and they'll in- immediately increase them 10, 15 or more yards, depending on who's ruled out. I, that would be if books are going to just lay that out there. It's just worth knowing. Like, what if we get again, you're watching red zone during the ones, you know, two thirty, three o'clock. Maybe set those alerts for those inactives. You know, maybe you scoop some really good numbers if one of the guys is ruled out or two of the guys are ruled out on the guy who's playing. If they're just going to lay him out there, then you're going to find a way to take advantage of it, to be perfectly honest. And maybe they all play and you don't make a bet. The good news is you, the better, get to make that choice. And you only get to enter the market when it's in your favor and it's advantage you uh, to do so, which is really interesting. I brought up the Patriots weather because it might end up being very significant. It's worth noting it's January 7th. You might think, oh, Bears, Packers, this is going to be rough. I don't think it's going to be rough. I mean, it's going to be cold, obviously. I think the game time temperature is something like 30 degrees. The game time temperature 30 degrees on January 7th is like a pleasant Sunday in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, Not a lot of wind projected in the forecast, no precipitation in the forecast. So, you know, if Green Bay gets their receivers and the way Chicago's offense has been playing, like it's okay that the total in this game is 46. It's actually gotten bet up a little bit uh, in the last couple days, probably because everybody gets to the weekend and goes, actually, the weather's not going to be that bad. Over. And I think that's what we see in the market right now. And maybe some optimism about Green Bay getting those receivers. So Packers between two and a half and three, total 46. Uh, you brought up the how much the receivers and whether they play prop markets. We just had that conversation. Okay, like you will probably get a bump side or, or total based on if we get some really surprising news one way or the other. So I would say all in or all out. And you sure get it. You definitely get a bump in the market. Something like two play, one don't, something kind of muddled. Maybe you don't get any movement in the market because it's kind of like, how would you bet it? Like, what what should the impact be? Something that's easy to understand, like them all playing or not playing. And yeah, like they all play. Like, shouldn't it be three and the total gets bet up a little bit more or more? You guys start dropping out. And there's been interest in the Bears this week anyway. Maybe get two and a half, 110 in the game. And there's that much interest that it pushes it down that far. So I think you'll see the market move based on, on those injuries. Just worth noting, the weather apparently going to be fine. So you might see that total. Think about what you think that game's going to look like. Whatever you think that game's going to look like, that's actually what Jets Patriots is going to look like. And this game, I think, is going to end up being fine. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Week 18, NFL Sunday. All the line movement your little heart could ever desire for these games. All right, let's do the Lions and the Vikings in Detroit. Detroit it, it is either going to be the three seed or the two seed in the NFC. Detroit can be the two with a win today at home against Minnesota and losses by both Dallas and Philadelphia. Very unlikely, right? So Detroit will probably be the three seed. Minnesota can still make the playoffs with a win and like a significant amount of help, but the Vikings are are probably done as far as the playoffs are concerned. Uh, Detroit, 
We don't know how this is going to go in terms of Dan Campbell and the starters. He says they're going to play, but I mean, is that is that really what this is going to be? Detroit probably is going to be the three seed. It's made for a really interesting market all weekend. Where do we stand right now? Lions and the Vikings. Nick Mullins back in the saddle starting for Minnesota. Josh Dobbs, the backup. Jaron Hall inactive after last, last Sunday night's disastrous start against the Packers. Yeah, it's almost like the original movement in the market was like, he's not really going to do this. There's no way. I know he says he is, but there's no way Dan Campbell's going to play him. And then every day this week, it was like more people were like, crap, maybe he's going to play him. Maybe he's actually going to play him a little bit more than I thought. Should probably bet into this thing. And the Lions opened a five and a half, five point favorite in the market. And, uh, and there was immediate interest in the Vikings despite anything dan campbell would say because what are especially like when the week begins the people that are betting sunday like what do you think they're they're betting like the obvious like that team doesn't need it this team needs it like that quarterback might be out they're gonna bet things that they think have the chance to move a lot the motivational edge in this game was gonna definitely be despite anything campbell said was definitely gonna be toward the vikings it's got all the way down to lions minus three on about tuesday morning and I remember getting, we, and Nick and I might have even talked about on the air, the amount of messages I got from like other people who bet being like, what do you make of this? Like, I want to bet the Lions for a lot. Tell me why I shouldn't do that. And I'm like, look, I, what do you, I just go, what do you think they're going to do? I have no idea what they're going to do. He says they're going to play. You want to take him at his word? Great. He's also a maniac. He wants to win the, every single game that he plays. Sure. Maybe more likely they play. And that's eventually gotten bet back up. So again, we go five, five and a half all the way down to three. This was Tuesday, Wednesday. Then the Lions have gotten bet pretty steadily over the last 24 to 48 hours. The consensus number in the market, they're about a four-point favorite. It's also worth noting the over has gotten bet more and more. Again, as everyone kind of does the like, oh, I guess he's going to just play everybody. I guess that's just going to happen. And I, I think about it. Like, if the Lions and Vikings were playing in Week 10 in Detroit, you would project a very high-scoring game between these two teams based on some of the games they played previously, offensive-minded head coach from Minnesota. Again, like, Mullins playing quarterback's a small part of that, but just, like, these are two teams that play in high-total games, especially indoors. So now we're up to 47.5 on the total. Again, as kind of the realization starts to sink in, like, man, maybe he's just going to go for this. And maybe he's just going to try to win the game and play everybody to the limit. We don't know that he's going to do that, but you could almost see it gradually start to like sink into everybody that it was more and more likely the Lions are playing this like a normal game. The, the Vikings can still make the playoffs with a win. Arizona upsetting Seattle. Chicago mm. upsetting Green Bay. And mm. either the Falcons beating the Saints or the Panthers beating the Bucks. So I, not likely, but also That's not, not crazy, by the way. It's, it's, That's not crazy. It's not. And that yeah. brings me to this in advance of the props coming up next segment. And we'll we'll hit the NFC East games also. We'll take it into next segment. So, okay, I'm going to create a scenario. Nick oh, Mullins, boy. I joke that he's like the three true outcomes quarterback. Like touchdown, fumble, or interception on like every play. It's either good or it's great. Or great or horrendous for Nick Mullins. Like very little in between. Lions are going to play their starters. Let's say Detroit's up. 10-0, 14-0 early in the game, and Mullins th has thrown like a back-breaking interception already. Isn't Kevin O'Connell just going to put Josh Dobbs in? Yes. Like, is Mullins really going to finish? Like, should we be betting Nick Mullins unders in this game? He's ar he's already been, he's he's shown the ability to pull quarterbacks in a game. I mean, this was the Raiders game a few weeks ago. We're just like, hey, this was great and everything. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm good. 268 is Mullins' passing yards prop today. Like, I'm not convinced he finishes the first half. Yeah. Uh, honestly, with the way we should start playing these, 
So for people who don't know, like on the show a lot, we talk about playing quarterback unders if we think they are unsafe to play the entire game. Maybe they can aggravate an injury. More likely they can get pulled or benched before the end of the game. You know, when you would be in catch-up mode, when you'd be accumulating a lot of your stats, we think they're not even going to be in. Like they may not even be in. Is it like Lions first half like alt with like Mullins full game passing yards under? Where it's like if they're down a lot in the first half, he's out. Like those two things are correlated. I bet you can put those two things together for like a pretty let's, good uh, price too. Let's investigate during during the break. And on the other side, we'll hit the, we'll hit the rest of the games. We'll touch on the NFC East, every other game of relevancy, even the fake games. Line movement on the other side, and then we'll get to thy royal props for Week 18 NFL Sunday. Countdown to kickoff rolls on right after this. <laughs> 